a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to Dadtastic, a bonus episode. One of us is not a picky eater, the other is Tom. One of us is not a picky eater. That means I'm not a picky eater. I'm not either. Are you sure? What are you, what are you talking about? Well, I'm just continuing the podcast that we uh, released uh, earlier this week. Yes. And we were talking about picky eaters, and Bubbles is on a, bubble str- a bottle strike. Correct. And we never got to whether your kids were picky eaters. No, they'll just eat about anything in the house. Well, I should I should have known that. Chicken, bloody, frozen, frozen chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Yeah. That'll, that'll but they be. like salad. They like onions. Uh, last night, uh, me and my son Bowden, we went to Slackwater Pizza up in Ogden. Mm. We had habanero honey wings. Nice. He likes the hot. He's a spicy type. He's a savage. Yeah. So uh, do they like, and this is, uh, do they like cherry tomatoes? Mm. Well, we talked about it earlier on another podcast. Uh, my ex-wife makes them go steal tomatoes from the neighbor. Mm. So I'm assuming they do. I I know they're a fan of the BLT, but I don't mm. know about the cherry tomatoes. Mm. How did you just say that? Like you say it. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds how... weird, huh? Well, no, it sounds weird coming from you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's fair that you get to say all these words that we say normally and, and give it kind of this flair. And everyone's like, oh, I love his voice. He's so, so, like, intriguing. Well, I'm not from here. I say things differently. I know. My but tongue moves. How long have you been here? Eight years. Tomatoes. You think I should say tomatoes because I've been here for eight years? I think you should acclimate. I'm 28 years old. I think you should acclimate. You think I need to acclimate to the point where I need to change the way I speak to best? You know exactly what I'm saying. Like I, it's not like you don't know what I'm saying. I know, but I just feel like you. Je- could, you're jealous. I'm not jealous. You're, you're very, clearly jealous. I'm not jealous. I, I mean, I think the you fact just said it the way I said it. I know. Would... I know. I was just making fun of you. But when I talk to the hive, and that's where my girlfriend works, and it's all the girls there, they're like, "We love your podcast. We could listen to Tom read the phone book." So go, now you're gonna. So now instead of me maybe trying to speak like you, I would recommend that you should follow suit and speak. like What am I, I, Madonna? I'm not gonna pick up a British accent or. Well, some, why would you think I'm gonna pick up an American accent? Because you live here. Speaking of which, you know what drives me nuts? What about America? Oh, here we go. I love America. I, I'll say that. In Red, fact, white, and blue. Y- sure. That's what we say. No, I know what that means. It's yeah. the colors of the flag. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. USA, USA. I get it. Uh, <laughs> and I respect the patriotism, by the way. Yeah. Like, I think it's great because yeah. you don't see it in any other country in the world. Yeah. You're like, whew, man, these guys insecure or what? <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was wow. Like, I, I couldn't even, I didn't I even couldn't see that backhand coming. I'm sorry. No, I couldn't, I couldn't oh. help myself. Um, uh, You're talking about what you really hate. Yeah, I know, but I do want to. I do want to say before I, because I, I don't say these things to try and offend people. No, I, I get that. It's genuine. Yeah, but I, I can't stand, and I think, I think most Americans probably haven't thought about this. But now that I'm bringing it up, maybe they will. If you win like a big sporting event here, mm-hmm. let's say you win uh, the baseball, they call it the World Series. Series yeah, 
and then they go ahead and call them the world champions. Yeah. Yeah, that drives me up the wall. Why? Because we're not the champions of the world, just our nation? Well, because only the teams that compete in that league uh-huh. are from North America, right? Sometimes Canada. Is that, isn't that North America? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's not like it's not like you can't be like, do you understand what I'm saying? You can't be the world champions when it's secluded to only North America. Okay. And I understand like, I understand that Major League Baseball, for example, is the powerhouse baseball league in the world. The premier, let's just say that. Sure. And the chances are there isn't another team out there that would beat the world champions of that year. Okay. And I, I understand. But to have the audacity and the nerve mm-hmm. to claim world champions when it's only teams from a certain part of the world competing, I find that incredibly rude. So what do you think we should say then? MLB champions? I mean, like, I don't know. What, what does the rest of the world do? They don't claim world champions. It's because only... they're not. I th- think they, they think we are. No, they don't think you are. You think you are. We don't need to get into it. We don't need to start <laughs> fighting over it because we're never going to agree. But I think that is troublesome. Okay. I mean, I could see your point, but I just... Like, for example, in Australia. I love examples. Yeah. We play a game called Australian Rules Football. Yeah. Like and we're they... the only ones that play Australian Rules Football. Yeah. You know, like there are some pop-up leagues around the world, but it's all amateur. Yeah. yeah we're the only professional Australian. And when the champion of that league wins, they don't claim there's nothing in the paper, nothing on the television that says the Richmond Tigers are the world champion. N- nothing. Because they understand that the bloody game and the teams that are in it are only in Australia. So therefore, you cannot be- If you win the World Cup, Mm-hmm. You are the world champion. So let me ask you this, because here in the States, we would have never heard of that if it wasn't for you on this podcast. But when, Delusional? But when somebody wins the World Series, do you read about it in Australia? No. You don't. If you went to you don't, you don't know who wins the NBA championship. Uh, it depends on who you are, obviously. Basketball's played in Australia. There are some good basketball players. But, I mean, you, you know who won the World Series. Like, I would, because I'm a sports junkie, but 95. 90- Eight percent of Australians wouldn't know. They wouldn't, huh? No. I find that baseball. You think people in Australia would know who won the ba- the World Series? No chance. Really? No. You got America isn't as centralized as you think, huh? Yeah. You're really opening my eyes. You're yes. turning me around on this. If you, I'm just telling you. Next time I go home, I will send you the sports section, the sport, the entire sports section. And you'll be mind-boggled. You'll have no idea. There, there, there may be a paragraph that big about something in America from a sporting state. That's it. Everything else is Australian sports. Let's go back to eating weird. Yeah, I like that. Sorry you, if I offended anyone. No, I don't think so. I think that's a valid point. No, you're good. You, you don't have to protest too much. You're good. All right. You get to say what's on your mind. That's it's what this podcast. podcast is all about. I know, but we're trying to get sponsorships, and I do a really good job of pushing people away. Well, certain people you do. Yeah. Like people that like America. Well, I mean, the most of the people who listen to it, we got 28 listeners in Australia, but they're probably really stoked about that. That's segment. the Hackett clan. Yeah. 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 They're like, way to go, Love Tom. You guys. <laughs> but you said you've got uh, 20 mom and dad hacks to help with picky eaters. Yeah. So, like you said earlier, we were talking about Bubbles and his picky eating. Mm-hmm. And I'm nervous, not necessarily that he's, a, that he's on a bottle strike right now, but, you know, how, what's, what's going to unfold down the road? Yeah. You know, like, he's going to have to, he's gonna have to eat certain foods that he doesn't want to eat. Anyway, I came across this, this article. And I'm going to go through all 20. Okay. And I just want you, because you're the experienced dad here, I want you to say 
that you've tried this, that it works, you haven't tried it, we'll move on, whatever. Okay. The first one. Yeah. Telling them their teeth will fall out if they don't brush them. Did you ever do that? Yeah. My ex-wife used to tell my kids they got sugar bugs. Sugar bugs in their teeth. And if they don't get rid of the sugar bugs, the sugar bugs are going to eat their teeth. Did that make them brush their teeth? Yeah, yeah, they brushed their teeth. But did she say that because they weren't brushing their teeth? Yeah. Oh, and it worked? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Uh, number two, getting their child involved in things the parents are already doing, like baking. Mm, not every child, um, but like Frankie likes to cook. Presley doesn't care. Uh, Bowden eats frozen chicken nuggets. So everybody's got, you know, on some people it works, some people it doesn't. Okay, number three, uh, letting them choose dinner, pudding, or something to add to the food shop if they are good. Um, I don't know if my ex-wife, because she did all the shopping when we were together. Mm, doesn't surprise me. Uh, but when I'm with the kids, uh, I, I really liked, I like to go shopping alone because I don't like that kind of confrontation where I have to go, no, put that back. Don't do that. Mm. So I just like to get it done solo. I don't, I don't like to give them choices. And my, my girlfriend says that that's bad, but I just, I, don't wanna, I just kind of eliminate that by just doing it by myself. Well, yeah, Bowden would go to one end. He'd go to the frozen chicken nuggets. The rest yeah. of the gang would go the other way. Yeah. It's just problematic. Uh, cooking or preparing meals together with their children to excite and encourage them to eat the foods they've prepared. My ex-wife does that. Um, my girlfriend, uh, you know, she, she she lets them help out. Yeah, she yeah. She, they, they, I think, but that's a good skill. Like when I was a kid, uh, we had, and I don't know if they still have it, but we had a home ec class where they taught you how to cook and bake. I wish they did that back home in Australia. Yeah, they don't do that. I got kicked out because I put X lax in the brownies and gave them to the teacher. Oh, and no. when I found out after that, that, that was a really bad idea because you don't know how people are gonna. I wish they had cooking classes. Mm-hmm. I think they also need like um, just like automotive, automotive. Yeah. Uh, how to fix stuff? Like yeah, how to how to change a tire? Dude, my older brother made a crossbow in school with the teacher. That's kind of cool. They all did. Like and how they, to change the oil? Yeah, we we did that in high school. And then I think it's also important. I don't know if you guys get this lesson out here, but we didn't back home. Like what goes into a mortgage? How to. A little finance? A little finance. How to pay your taxes or like all that stuff. And you don't need to like know how to like do your taxes by yourself, but like the basics that go into all of that would be very beneficial. I There's think. the easy form. It'll help you. Yes. Why don't we have that in schools? I don't know. They start so bloody early. They have enough time. Right. Unbelievable. Hey, I'm not going to go through all these because half of them suck, I realize. Yeah, it's if okay. I, if, I did, if, you know, if I did my homework better, I'd actually read them before I yeah. wouldn't do that. Um. <clears throat> All right, this is a good one. Though, okay, I'm excited. I, I almost guarantee you've done this with your kids. Mm-hmm. Challenging them to a race to see who can tidy the toys quickest. Oh, yeah. Well, but I, it's, it's not a race. It's, hey, get this clean or we're not going. Oh, that doesn't sound nearly as fun as what I thought it would be. Yeah, but I mean, I could see, the, I could see it working both ways. But it's like, hey, we're going to go to the water park. But if you don't clean this house, we're not going. Huh. Boom, house is clean. Huh? Like, if they left toys in the front yard or backyard and you want it cleaned, I remember mum and dad going like, hey, let's see how fast you can clean those toys up. I'll time you. Frankie will do that with Bowden. He's like, hey, I'm going to time you. Go downstairs and get me something. And he'll be like, oh, I'm in. And he'll race and yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah. And I look at Frankie and she goes, right, dad? And I go, right. So you're like, what is it about the timer? <laughs> yeah. If you t- Genius. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because everybody, it's a race. People say it's not a competition, but it's a competition. Life. It's yes. a competition. Yes. Um, 
pretending to give them an extra 10 minutes of TV, but you actually time five minutes. Oh, I'll, I'll trick them like that. Like, I'll Have say, they ever caught you? Uh, no, because n- nobody has watches anymore. Um, and they, they, no, because what I'll say is like, hey, we got to leave in 10 minutes, wrap it up. And then at five minutes, I'm done. Hey, we're, it's been 10 minutes. Let's go. And they're like, wow, that went fast, Dad. And I was like, I know. Time, <laughs> Time flies, flies when you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you make of the tooth fairy? Ooh. So it's important. Is but, it though? But I, I Come on the, now. Is the tooth fairy important? It, it, okay, here's, is Santa Claus even important? Whoa. It's fake. Whoa. I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe this is a conversation that's needed for a not a bonus episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, let's put a pin in that one and come back around. I'm just but let's talk say, about the Tooth Fairy real quick. Okay. The only problem I have with the Tooth Fairy is that we all got to come together on a monetary value. Like I saw uh, uh, Leslie's brother's daughter lost a tooth. And I was like, hey, the Tooth Fairy comes? She goes, yes. And I go, how much? And she goes, five bucks. That's way too much. That's what I'm like. I'm like, you got a whole mouth. I was like, let's knock some teeth out. Let's go to the store. You know, let's, but yeah, five bucks, man. And what see, did you do? We did the Susan B. Anthony uh, gold dollar coins because it's kind of unique and cool. And but then there was times that I have no idea what the Susan B. Anthony gold. Coins well, it's are. just it's just a dollar coin. Do they make them anymore? Yeah, you can get them. Yeah, Dad, can you like use them at the store? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dollar but, coins. Yeah, they're cool. But here's the thing: is that sometimes, and this will happen. You got three kids, and I've got this call when I was married. It's like, hey, what the tooth fairy forgot. You know, and so then we'd have to make up a story like, oh, the dog barked. It must have scared him. He'll probably come tonight. Uh, or just a lot of people lost teeth over the course of uh, the last 24 hours. She's backed up, man. Pandemic. You never know. Yeah. You, you know, but so sometimes you don't have those those dollar coins. And so you just whatever you got in the bottom of the change or there you go. Did the tooth fairy come? Yeah, dad. How much did he give you? A buck 36. Wow, that's <laughs> great, son. That's awesome. I uh, yeah, the tooth fairy is interesting. Santa Claus is also interesting. For me. Let's not go to Santa Claus. Let's leave that for another show. We want to say thank you for stopping by and listening to the bonus episode of Dadtastic. Don't forget to share it, subscribe, rate, review, all of that. You can find us on social, on Facebook, on Instagram, and now you can watch the whole thing by going to YouTube and just searching Dadtastic podcast. Don't forget, you're listening to Dadtastic. It's a what? KSL podcast. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.